Hello, welcome everyone. It's February 21st and this is the weekly Action for Canada weekly news update. I'm excited to get into it. Every every week I am because there's always a good news report. We can always find something good that is happening. Uh, we've been up against extreme tyranny for uh, four years. It's been uh, decades, but we just didn't know it was happening, but especially in the last four years. And now as Canadians have become more and more aware and have been actively involved in lobbying government, protesting, and just all outright opposing uh, what the government is uh, trying to bring and uh, usher in this global agenda into Canada, we are seeing breakthroughs. We are seeing wins. And I believe that uh, there will be justice in the courts. I believe that the house of COVID has fallen apart. I believe the global agenda is as well so exposed now. And they are a small minority of nasty people who have been behind this for so long. And we are the majority. And we've got to remember that we're the majority. And if we move together in a united body, we can accomplish so much. And that's exactly, we're going to take a look at Action for Canada's map. And that's exactly what we're doing. I've just, I'm always so thrilled to hear from Kim, our national leader, uh, chapter leader coordinator. And she oversees all of the chapters. And we have provincial chapter leaders like uh, uh, Terry, who's in Ontario. And she has been doing a lot of vetting and finding new chapter leaders, as well as others across the organization. And then uh, it all goes down to Kim. Kim gives me these great uh, uh, updates. We've got a new uh, uh, leader in Surrey. We've got leaders throughout Ontario. We'll be posting them on this page. I uh, just want to keep reminding you, just in case you're new and you're seeing, I'm going to just post, look at that. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I think that's such a beautiful thing. This is us moving together as a united body because we have strategies that are being implemented. And when we do so, all of our chapter leaders are implementing them at once. So again, if you're new, scroll down the page and click on a province to find a chapter leader, a chapter near you. If there isn't one, register as a volunteer. It doesn't commit you to being a chapter leader. Somebody would be in touch with you and have a conversation. And if you're interested and everything works out, then we would move forward in setting up a chapter near you. And this is like, this is a beautiful team here in Saskatchewan. They've accomplished so much. Do you see that stop Soji one, two, three in Saskatchewan? And that was a huge win for us because we succeeded in doing that. The Saskatchewan government was going to uh, usher in Soji uh, under the radar. Parents weren't finding out about it, but Action for Canada found out last April and uh, Katie, especially Katie right here in this team, went to work to make sure we shut that down. And we were successful in doing that. So um, I'm just going to carry on here. Oh, how did that get in there? <laughs> I just had to add a little update. Little baby Walker, my grandson, he was born a week ago today. And uh, so he's thriving. He's doing very well. And we're just so happy. And you're just my extended family. So I just wanted to show you a picture and because uh, I know you celebrate with me. And and this little guy, I, if, man, if I had more fight in me, it, it's come, you know, like that mama bear, that mama grandma. I'm part of that club now. And I want all those grandparents across Canada to join me because this is the next generation. This is who we're fighting for and our own children.
Okay, I'm <laughs> last uh, couple of weeks ago, I had Ted Kuntz on the show and we were finally, Ted and I were coming out and revealing the attacks that Action for Canada, Vaccine Choice Canada and Rocco had succumbed to for three and a half years from people so-called within the freedom movement. We provided legitimate information and evidence of what these individuals were doing. And I found it really, really odd that then the National Post then does this I would call it a hit piece on Rocco, uh, but it's 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 backfired. And if you go down to the uh, comments section, I just love it. Uh, I won't go through it all, but it's nothing but support for Rocco and calling out uh, National Post for this article. And so I'm just really, really pleased about that. So keep up the good work, you guys. When you see an article, especially when they're hitting one of our own, those comments count. Because the other side has some of their paid agitators actually going into comment sections and helping to boost the post and, you know, just get people agitated and yeah, right. And then others get involved and it's sort of that mob mentality, but it didn't work here. So kudos to you guys, please. When you see a report, take the time to sign up and make the comments uh, because I it has a huge reflection on the National Post as well. You know that CBC is going down. They're going to need more payouts and funding by. We say the government, but we know that's all coming out of the taxpayer's pocket uh, because they're not popular. All right. The, they're the uh, tyrannical arm of the Nazi regime. And Trudeau cannot uh, and the globalists cannot accomplish what they are without the media. And so the National Post needs to know they're going down, too, if they continue to do smear campaigns like this. And uh, what's the guy's name? Let me see. I'm going to point him out. Tom Blackwell. He did just such a junk job on reporting this. He didn't even do his research. It's, it's misinformation. It's terrible. Okay. And so for those of you who may have missed uh, the uh, interview that I had with Ted in the presentation, the investigative presentation that I provided, you can find that on our Rumble page. And I would highly recommend that you join our Rumble page, subscribe to it, and then please make it a point to share our, our information. It is so important. We're a very unique organization that is Canada-wide, that has chapters. You've seen the map that I've shown you. We're doing phenomenal work. And I'm going to give you some updates uh, so that you can really understand and grasp the work that we're doing. More people need to know about Action for Canada, and they need to get involved. As far as the legal action is concerned, uh, as many of you know, we were in court a week ago in the appeals court in uh, British Columbia down in Vancouver there. And it ends up that the judges uh, had agreed with Rocco that uh, w w the very thing that Rocco was going to, to address at the appeals court, there were two things. One were the costs and the other was the fact that Judge Ross, when he ruled on this case, he you know was saying, uh, making comments, based on conspiracy theories and other things like it was um, uh, prolix. And if, if you really think about it, it was 300 and some like 91 pages long, but you cannot put the amount of corruption into 25 pages. There's just absolutely no way to do it. And instead of anybody attacking the substance of what Rocco has written, they attack the form. If he made spelling mistakes, if there was something, but you know what? It's the substance of this that is making the uh, defendants in this claim shudder. 
They do not want Rocco in the courts. There is paid agitators coming after Vaccine Choice Canada, myself, and especially Rocco. And there are those that get into that mob mentality, maybe out of fear. They want to get on the bandwagon and say, you know what? We put money into this and you're wasting our money. And it's like 100% not. I want everybody just to take a deep breath and relax. We are doing exactly what we have committed to do. And we said from the very beginning, we are up against great corruption. And there is no doubt that they do not want to face Rocco in the courts. We have the best experts. We have the best reports, the best evidence to get into the courts. So we've won this appeal. We're just waiting for those documents so that I can put them on the website. And for those of you who, there are some people that email us and just, you know what, please stop. Just don't. <laughs> don't be lazy. All right. They say, oh, you never gave updates. We've got right here on our legal page. If you click on that and you come to the first tab, it even says right here, it's a good day in court, put it up there last week and an update will be posted in the near future as soon as we get the court documents. We can't rush it. We can't force the court to give us these documents, but I'm not gonna make an official statement until I have them. And so please don't criticize, please be kind, <laughs> okay? And then as well, if you want any other information as well, such as the full statement of claim, it's right there available. Uh, this is the legal action page. And if you just scroll down, look at all these great updates we're providing. Right there's the statement of claim. Right here is the 25-page affidavit that I wrote on Bonnie Henry, the health officer, and personally delivered to the BC RCMP, sat right across the desk from them <laughs> and went over this. So, okay, we're busy. We're very serious about winning this war and ending up in the courts, but we are limited as to how quickly this wheel is going to turn. All right. So, uh, just speaking about uh, the case, I was curious to know whatever happened to John Horgan. He kind of took a little quiet exit there like Jason Kenney did, you know, then maybe in Alberta, maybe it's good cop, bad cop. I don't know if Daniel Smith's a good cop or not. But anyways, things are moving along in Alberta. But Jason Kenney needs to be held to account for his tyranny as the premier of Alberta during the COVID lockdowns. It was horrible. And uh, so is John Horgan. He isn't going to slip away, and we have him named in the original as a defendant. So just in case anybody's thinking about John Horgan, look at that. He has a former BC Premier John Horgan to join Board of New Coal Business. All right, well, I, I thought they wanted to get rid of coal and China should shut down coal because this is all so dirty and terrible for the environment. I mean, hypocrites, hypocrites. Just, just pay attention to them. Okay, this is a good news report. In uh, Ontario... There was a young gal, this gal, who was being bullied profusely at school by three other girls and nothing was being done about it for a year. So Terry, our phenomenal chapter leader in Oshawa, put out a call to action to our members in her community. And she said, please write to all of these people, call the Minister of Education and complain, complain, say something needs to be about, done about this. The teacher should be safe. The kids should be safe. And guess what? Finally, after uh, a year and nothing happening and after Terry commenced this action, they have taken those three brutal, abusive girls and split them up into three other school districts. And so this gal finally gets to go to school and uh, is safe from being bullied. 
I put this in here uh, because please become a monthly donor with Action for Canada. Even if every single one of our members on our email list gave $10 a month, we've got amazing campaigns. Uh, some of them that I cannot yet talk about that have already accomplished miraculous, have had miraculous results in the security and protecting uh, Canada's border. We have actions going on. There's going to be another one uh, to celebrate as well that our chapter leaders nationwide are taking at the community level that they're commencing to push back against the tyranny and to protect citizens. We need your support. All right, it's going to take uh, our team at the uh, top. We've got security for our own email systems, our computer system. We need tech people. It, 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 it can't function. Action for Canada can't function without partnering with you. And there are some uh, other allies that I have, partners, and we are doing some actions in the background. Uh, there are legal costs associated with this. And again, I want to keep our war chest full. And so if you even when you donate, donate, if you want to specifically give to our war chest to our legal fund, then please do so. But please support the work of Action for Canada. All right, moving along, you know, just going to say COVID lockdown sank 120,000 Canadian small businesses. We have new business material that's coming out. We're going to be sending it to all of our chapters. And then there's going to be teams going out to business owners. It's going to be warning them about signing up and getting any financial incentives from the government for ESG scores. Everything is tied to diversity, equity and inclusion, and it's going to destroy more businesses. All right, because it's a social credit system. System. So be prepared for that. But uh, yeah, this this individual has just destroyed more businesses. Okay, so Nova Scotia, this was a good news report. Health Authority backs down on its COVID-19 vaccine mandate, offering those who lost their jobs the opportunity to return to work. Uh, that is not going to uh, set aside the premier and the health officers' uh, participation in what they have done to the citizens of Nova Scotia, but I know individuals uh, who are being called back to work, whether they're paramedic or nurses, etc. it's happening. And so we can bet this is going to unfold in other provinces. So again, kudos, good news. In uh, Vernon, there is child immunization rates well below recommended level in the interior. You know why? Because especially these small towns have become very, very aware and have dug their feet in. Parents can see what the jab has done. They know about Big Pharma now, and it's something like 30% of parents are choosing not to immunize their children. I want you to go to our website under current issues as well. We have a childhood vaccine page. I just uploaded another uh, resource from Vaccine Choice Canada today, helping parents make that decision as far as whether or not to vaccinate and giving more information about the harms. All right. So, uh, yeah, please visit our vaccine page. We've got uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and others who are giving firsthand account of uh, why you should not vaccinate. But you got to be educated. You got to make your decisions. So come visit our page. Okay. One third of doctors, another uh, report, half of nurses in Canada were reluctant to take COVID vaccine scenes from this government survey, but they took them to keep their job. That's a pretty sad state 
this is extortion, intimidation. Justin Trudeau and Theresa Tam and the rest of them, uh, they all belong in jail. And I'm sorry, so do the premiers. They were all behind this. We were all telling them that this was a scam and it was causing harm, but they just kept moving forward with it. All right, super big news. Idaho State House House votes to give pedos the death penalty. Pedophiles who harm children are going to, uh, yep, the death penalty. And it ends up that I did not know this, but Florida already has a death penalty as well for pedophiles. This is very significant, all right? Because pedophiles, they already know they're in big trouble if they got caught, but not so much in this environment anymore. They think it's a free pass. So we need to make sure that they understand we're not tolerating you anymore. And as we've said, that our schools and our education system are filled with individuals that are exploiting and sexualizing and grooming our children, and this needs to come to an end. This is a shot against the bow that they better back off because we as a society are not going to continue to put up with this. Uh, Denmark joins the list of countries that have sharply restricted youth gender transitions. I'm going to have this in the uh, uh, in the. Um, Description below in the Rumble video, say no to irreversible transgender surgeries for youth. If you could please support this, the Ottawa Hospital is now announcing that they do new gender-affirming surgery. That means mutilation. They're mutilating our children. So please find that in our description and sign it. Okay, huge news again. JP Morgan Chase and BlackRock drop out of massive UN Climate Alliance in stunning move. Huh? What's with that? This is huge news. All right, no more DEI, no more ESG. It's all falling apart, my friends. Be encouraged. Coots news today. Two of the Coots uh, men were in the courts. I haven't had a further update, but from this one earlier today, they said it was going very well. And the RCMP are being called out. There's evidence being provided, so I'm really looking forward to that. Again, more good news. Louisiana is sending National Guard to Texas amid border crisis. Right? We have got to protect the American southern border. We support that. Our good friend uh, Bridget Gabriel has been reporting on Mayorkas. Uh, he is the, trying to remember, he was the Homeland Security sec- Secretary, and guess what? He's actually been impeached. It was a very narrow vote, but he is being removed because of his disastrous policies in opening up that border. That's been an invasion. Speaking of invasion, Canada is being invaded as well. This is being funded by the UN and George Soros. Uh, Here is a headline, immigration minister pissed off, excuse my language, that Canadians' families blocked from leaving Gaza. The problem is, is this is, uh, it's very good that the Palestinians are not coming to Canada, but the Muslims are lobbying the Canadian government and pressuring Trudeau. So I'm sure he's finding another avenue to bring Palestinians into Canada, but I'm going to show you why that's a concern. I'm going to be a few minutes behind in starting the Empower Hour with Maxime. So give me a few minutes to finish this up because this section is extremely important. All right. This is a look at what the Palestinians are doing in Canada. Every single rally, they are disrupting, they are violent, and they pose a significant threat. They are taking our tax dollars, and one of the biggest ones is in the news. I'll get to it. Okay, hold on a second. Was what they've done to Mount Sinai Hospital in Toronto, blocking the road so people could not access the hospital. Ambulances couldn't get there. These people need to be deported, those who are responsible. All right. uh, Federal funding supported University of Alberta conference with pro-Hamas speakers. 
There is report after report. This is the Mount Sinai one where a doctor is speaking out and saying this is a no-go zone. You know, the, the, the Palestinians are attacking this hospital because it is it was developed and created by Jewish people. And so they're saying, they're bringing the war from Palestine here to Canadian grounds. They need to go. They are not welcome in Canada. And uh, Terenzi, would you play just this one minute and then I'm almost ready to wrap up. In the midst of a march, video shows three men climbing onto the front entrance of a Toronto hospital, one waving a Palestinian flag as some in the crowd chant below. Mount Sinai Hospital was originally created to care for the Jewish community as a response to anti-Semitism. Monday night's protest, disturbing for some. It's well known both for its, uh, its excellent service to the broader community, but also for its proud Jewish roots. And the targeting of this hospital was deliberate because of that. And that's anti-Semitism, plain and simple. Political reaction has been swift. The federal government came out with a law that you cannot protest on hospitals. Folks, get some decency. Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow called the actions unacceptable and said targeting Jewish institutions is anti-Semitic. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau described it as reprehensible, saying hospitals are places for treatment and care, not protests and intimidation. All right, so, you know, we take a look at that and how much do we, you know, trust Ford, Chow or Trudeau calling it reprehensible? Uh, they do nothing. Then no arrests. Nobody's being deported. This prior to the Palestinians coming to Canada, you would never see this. But this is what they're doing in every country. They pose a massive threat. And if we look at it, no Arab nation will take them. And Trudeau is losing the next election. And so he's focusing on a minority of the population and wanting to please them. Why? That won't get him elected, but it does put Canadians at risk. And it wasn't just Palestinians. Muslims flooded the streets in support of this. And I've always said all throughout history, Islam and the West have never been able to coexist together. It's just a fact. I respect the fact that there's 56 Islamic majority countries. If you can't find peace there and what you're looking for, don't expect to bring this tyranny and open the threat and the door to Canadians. We have a right to say no. And you all need to start writing the government and the Minister of Education because they are being pressured by Islamists demanding that these Palestinians, uh, appealing to them, victimizing them, come to Canada. The concern is, is that Christian leaders in Nigeria and all other countries where they're led by Iran and Islamists are being persecuted, murdered en masse. Islamic group in Canada calling for Sharia law cancels Canadian event after UK declares it a terrorist entity. But no problem for Trudeau. He calls what reprehensible? How believable is it? We're at risk. Even within the Liberal Party, there are tensions when he ended up voting at the UN for the Gaza-Israel uh, ceasefire. Because in that UN agreement, it never told Hamas they needed to put down their weapons. It is reprehensible that Trudeau voted on behalf of Canada to not support Israel. They have been a longtime ally in the Arab world. Okay, in that district. Okay, so Canada will send yet another 40 million in aid uh, for Gaza after pausing 
funding to UNRWA, and yet it is 100% that UNRWA, um, people that work for UNRWA, were part of the October 7th uh, um, tyranny, okay, attack. Here, two men were taking a body. These are two UNRWA workers who were taking a body. It's not if the UNRWA workers were doing this. They were involved. And UNRWA is saying that as of uh, March, they won't you know, be involved, I believe, with the, in this district. But it says across the region, UNRWA employs 30,000 staff that serve almost 6 million Palestinians in Gaza, the West Bank, Jordan, Syria, and Lebanon. So we need to appeal to Justin Trudeau that if UNRWA is involved, then we don't want any Palestinians coming in from Gaza, the West Bank, Jordan, Syria, or Lebanon. And I'm asking you to please write the Minister of uh, Immigration and your local MP and say enough is enough. There is evidence. These people, um, they're in Lebanon. Why wouldn't they be safe in Lebanon? Why would they have to come to a Western country other than there is something very nefarious going on and it is to break down Western culture. We have a right to protect our borders, and these people have a right to live in a land where they can embrace their own culture. Canada is obviously not that place, because we're not going to fight their war for them, and we don't want their war coming to our streets. It's not right. Anyways, uh, this was just a report about Australia. I'll skip. And um, BC, this is the dangers as well that we got to fight about. If you're in, in against in BC, they bit, just passed legislation against um, hate. And the hate crimes, hate propaganda, offenses, advocating or promoting genocide, public incitement of hatred with willful promotion of hatred and willful promotion of anti-Semitism. This is to shut down Canadians from be their concerns about the rate of Islam coming into our country and the threat that they pose. There has never been so much anti-Semitism as with the rise of Islam. All right. So please, it'll be in the description please sign our immigration uh, petition to demand a moratorium. We need to put a complete stop until we can get a handle on this. So please support our petition. We need tens of thousands of signatures, and then please make it your job to share it. All right, Maxime Bernier is coming on tonight. We always do a weekly update. These are the pages. Part of it was Canada has been ranked third for Christian rights violations. Can you believe that? This is disgusting that Canada, of all Christian Western nations, that we are third for Christian right violation. It's time to put a stop to this. And in closing, this was on somebody's uh, Twitter page. It said the Cloward Piven strategy is a political strategy outlined in 1966 by American sociologist and Richard Clower, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it is the strategy of forcing political change leading to societal collapse through orchestrated crisis. The strategy seeks to hasten the fall of capitalism by overloading the government bureaucracy with a flood of impossible demands, amassing massive unpayable national debt and other masses methods such as unfettered immigration, thus pushing society into crisis and economic collapse by overwhelming the, it says the United States, but that would be applicable to Canada. And in closing, compassion without wisdom is dangerous. It's what enables people to support the underdog, even if the underdog is evil. So please, again, thank you for joining me for the weekly update. Please share this. Please give us a thumbs up. And uh, I'm just going to look forward to seeing you next week. And I just thank you so much. God bless you and God bless Canada. Druthers is Canada's largest, most loved, independent, people-powered newspaper. 
Now with over 8.5 million copies printed and distributed coast to coast by concerned Canadians like you. Please, donate, subscribe, volunteer, get involved. Together we can save this country. If you stand for freedom, go to www.druthers.net. Today's episode was sponsored by Galatians 5-1 Freedom Coffee. Galatians 5-1 is the first freedom-fighting coffee company focused on bringing unity back into community by bridging the divide with gourmet coffee. It goes beyond fueling the fight for freedom. Action for Canada receives 10% of all coffee sales made. Galatians 5-1 offer a wide selection of coffee products. Go to Galatians 5-1 freedom.coffee to choose your own personal coffee experience made just for you.